Hello there, I'm Marilyn, and this is a very special edition of my podcast. As I mentioned in the last episodes, I'm showing off women throughout March. Now, yeah, I kind of always do that on this show, but in particular, I'm showing off everyday women of all sorts all over the world, especially women in my own personal sphere. My heart and desire is to bring a little insight, encouragement, inspiration, and even a little joy and beauty at a difficult time on this planet. And most importantly, to help me on my personal mission to reimagine leadership for women. Today, I'm showing off Dr. Monica Hine. Monica is an expert for voice and empathic speaking. She's not only a prolific voiceover artist on radio and TV, but she's a speaker as well and a trainer and coach for actors, other speakers, presenters, executives, you name it. And yes, her voice is delicious. Now, she started as a business client of mine, but has now become a great friend. We're both really interested in what causes women to not want to show off, to not want to speak their voice. And we touch on that subject during this great episode. Over to the show. Welcome to the show, Monica. Hello, Marilyn. Nice to see you. Now, as you know, we are doing this is show off month and you get the lucky, uh, lucky go of being first, which is exciting. So I get to show you off and you can show off others. So, Monica, I can tell by your accent already, you are not Australian like me. Where are you in the world uh, and and what is it that you do uh, do for a living? All right. So thanks for having me. I'm honored to be first here. So I'm in Germany, in Hamburg, Germany, and um, I'm working as a voice coach. So I'm trying to um, give people, I'm not trying, I'm actually doing that, um, giving people the opportunity of getting to know their voices and being strong in their expression and being self-confident when they talk. Perfect first expert for this uh, special edition in March. And I need to introduce how I know Monica. We met through a mutual mastermind and we've really clicked and we've kept uh, the friendship going. And I must say, Monica, you have really touched my life. Um, mm. you know, I'm inspired by your life, what your, your your dreams is, but also, you know, we've had chance to talk about the ups and the downs. And I've most been encouraged by the downs and the challenges that you've shared. So, yeah, I just wanted to show off about you um, today. At the end of your life, what do you want to be remembered for? Or in other words, what can I show off about your life? What would I want to be remembered for? I think I want to encourage people and I want to be known for my empathy and for really being there for people and lifting them up. And I think that's probably the the most fulfilling thing that I can think of right now. Other than that, of course, I want to be known for being a a fairly good mom to my daughter, (laughs) as good as we all can uh, in our lives. But um, yeah, that's probably the things I would like to be known for and having an open heart for all sorts of people. What in your life has caused you or prompted you to be 
to have a heart for empathy. Why that word? What what has happened to you to make that your life purpose? That's a that's an interesting question. Since I've written a book about it um, and I've dived really deeply inside the topic of empathy, and it's so deep and so interesting. And um, I think I, I'm craving for that, for that understanding between people. And um, in my generation, as we grew up, I think from our parents who have been like the post-war parents in, in Europe, um, they didn't really know how to, to lead us in an empathetic way. And I think we, we now, we try to pass it on to the next generation, but it's still sometimes a struggle. And so when I look at my life really like uh, honestly, then I, I know that I also, I need more empathy right now for, for some people. And um, yeah, so it's a, it's like a journey. And I love that journey of always questioning ourselves, like, am I being empathetic right now? Is, is this the way I want to handle situations? And I'm practicing like many other people do. Mm. Do you think it's a gift that women have especially and, and how it's, it's often seen as a very soft or a weak skill, but it's not. What, what, what's your thoughts on that? It's not weak at all. Not at all. It's, it's um, even sometimes not the easiest way to go. Um, we, we shouldn't mix up empathy and uh, feeling sorry for people or um, th there's a lot of misunderstandings about empathy. And I think it's even an effort that we have to put in ourselves to be willing to change the perspective, to willing to feel what others feel, to, because sometimes it's out of our box, you know. So we have our, our thinking about how life should be. And uh, empathy starts right at the edge where, where you know, whereas outside our own thinking and feeling. And so it's easy to connect with people who feel this kind of the same or have the same values, but it's the harder job to do that when, you know, other things are being triggered and that's where you get to be empathetic even more. And so I think it's a big effort. And yes, women, I think have studies showed that really have some some more um, evidence of of easily being empathetic, but also, and that is that might be the weakness in it. We are easily like um, infected by other people's emotion, so we kind of have a hard time standing upright for ourselves because we're there in this feeling and there, and somebody's you know, miserable here and there. And so we kind of lose our own standing and that can be a problem, really. I agree. Women, can, well, anyone that shows empathy can take on that emotions. Uh, and we have that word empath. What would you advise we do to protect ourselves from um, taking on or, you know, like a big sponge absorbing emotions that we don't need to carry? Yeah, it's it's a tough one because we've all been there, I guess. And my daughter is constantly there worrying about everybody else. And she's like this big sponge. Um, and so I think self-empathy is the first step in all of that. We need to take care of ourselves. It's like on a plane, right? You need 
to have the oxygen mask for yourself first, and then you can take care of others. And that is the step we sometimes or often forget as women, because we want to be caring, we want to be there for others, but then we kind of forget that we have our needs too. We have our values too. We have things that we want to to go for. And so I think um, the recommendation is uh, getting to know your own needs and always reflecting on is the are the needs of others are they compliant with my own needs as well and so um, if I'm stable then I can be a much better like empathetic mm. person for others mm. which is really important considering what's happening in the world right now you know exactly we are feeling this you know it's been a few years of just the I think empaths feel it even more so uh, that it's really important that we're looking after ourselves so that we can serve, so that we can do what especially women do best, care for and nurture and uh, all those beautiful feminine qualities. If we're not, we have to protect ourselves as well so that we can, can carry on. Definitely. Definitely. And sometimes, yeah, often we forget that. I said that already. I think this is crucial for many women and not in a way of being like, I'm ego egoistic right now and I have to, and that can go to the opposite. Right. And so I think we have to find the middle of, of being in that feminine caring quality, but still being there for ourselves. And I think that shines through us. If we really do that, if we respect ourselves and look for our own needs, that kind of reflects on others and it can be really inspiring, right? Mm, absolutely. Speaking of inspiring, uh, who in your life, uh, women, would you like to show off, dead or alive, who has been perhaps a mentor to you or perhaps you have lacked female mentors in your life? I would love you to share Ah, yeah, that's a wonderful question. First of all, who comes to my mind is my grandmother. She is like my hero of my childhood because she was like love and empathy, like embodied. She was like, I don't know, she she was just my hero. And um, I remember what she said when we left and she was very, very trusting in God. And she, she always say, said something like, may God take care of you each time I left. And, and I, I felt so good with that and so safe with that. So she was like, yeah, she was my, and she still is my, my role model. Um, sometimes I imagine talking to her in this world right now because she died in 2004 and so many things have changed until now. I would love to share with her how she sees things. And sometimes I do in my mind. So she's been uh, definitely my biggest role model. And then of course, also my mom and um, she, because she's been um, growing as a woman in her life and, you know, being in those old structures, but still fulfilling her, like she's a musician, fulfilling her musical dreams and still uh, she does that. And so that's really inspiring as well. And then I had a German actress called Romy Schneider. I don't know if she was popular in Australia, but she was playing the Duchess in, uh, of Austria, Sissy. <laughs> that was like ages ago. And she was that uh, cute girl, kind of like pressed in a form. And um, she, she evolved as an actress and went to France and played those really like critical and deep and problematic movies. And <laughs> that was, uh, she's first of all, be a beautiful woman. She was, and she died very young. 
but she inspired me very, very deeply with her. As she entered a scene in a movie, mm. I would like <gasps> go like this, like really wow. being inspired. And uh, so I had pictures on my walls, like everywhere. Um, and, and, you know, yeah, being very inspired by the depth of this personality mm. and um yeah that's that's i think the most important ones besides like singers and and actresses that i've followed in my life mm. you're an expert in in voice all things voice you must find uh women in particular struggle with expressing their voice and even that phrase show off people go oh that feels like wrong to do that can you share from your perspective what you've found in in that you know what do you see from that perspective yeah I'd love to um it's interesting because many many women like you say they they are scared of being loud and mm. it's I've just had a woman in a, in a group and she said when she kind of owned her voice like really embodied her voice she was like Oh, now I sound like a man. And Ooh. she did not at all. She was just strong in her voice. But she, she but we have this weird perception of ourselves. Like we sound like a man and as, as soon as we own our voices in a in a positive way. And uh, yeah, so it, it, yeah, many women misunderstand the voice as well, being I have to be nice. I have to be light. I have to not fall and, you know, go onto anybody's nerves. I have to be decent. I have to be. Yeah. So that lightness in the voice is somehow beautiful in a way, but it's more like that angelic, like yeah, rising up with the voice. And um, I think it's time that we actually embody not only the voice itself, but also what we want, what we aim for, what we need. And, and giving that a voice is uh, has now become my mission to really connect the instrument of the voice with your inner voices. And uh, that is really inspiring to work with women and also men at times. So it, it's a big mix of people who share the same need mm. of really expressing themselves. I can't wait. We, we will definitely have you back for a longer chat on the podcast uh, mm. and really explore because I find this absolutely fascinating. So uh, just to wrap up now, we've got uh, International Women's Month this month. What does that mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. I mean, you know, like you do now. Thank you for that. Celebrating women and and. You know, it, it's important, especially in these times of mm. war in Europe, and we have to have that feminine energy and to to find more balance. And so, I, especially in these crazy times, it means a lot. And um, yeah, so let's do this and let's really celebrate other women. And lastly, why should we show each other off? Why should we show off women? Because men do it all the time. <laughs> Really, I mean, it's so interesting because, you know, the, the male networks are so working and they're so easily working. And why are we having a hard time showing ourselves and others off? I mean, it's like we have this shame related thing going on, like, oh, no, I don't want to be so. Uh, I, I know that for myself. I have those problems when I, when I market my own stuff. I feel like Ooh. so I, I wish for us all to have more of that masculine energy that power that energy
energy that we sure can own. And that's why it's very important to show mm. each other off. Mm. It's so true. It's like putting on a, a, a light and then throwing a towel over it so we don't see it because, yeah, shame has taught us to, no, we can't do that. Uh, yeah. It's You know, it's protecting perhaps fear. And it's so true. You know, a man speaks up or shows off and they're seen as assertive, they're seen as a leader, whereas a woman does it. We're not used to it. So I truly hope from the bottom of my heart that this month of me showing off you, you showing off others will really uh, encourage women, just to encourage women to shine their light, which that sounds a little bit corny, but it's so true. Shine their light just a little bit more because, heck, we so need it in this day and age. We need women role models, we need women leaders, we need women to shine and do what they do unapologetically and be inspired by that. That's very true. We definitely need that. And I love that word unapologetically. I, I just mm. we don't have it in German. It's not it's oh, not really true. No, that's why I'm so intrigued by that word because oh. we don't have one word. It's An more equivalent. like a and yeah so I love that word uh, each time somebody says this I'm like yeah unapologetic let's go <laughs> oh Monica thank you for being on the show and thank you for being first and as you can hear listener we are feeling our way into this and I'm letting this month go however it want my heart is just to show off women who could then show off women and to celebrate women this this month is there anything any final words anything you uh, that comes to mind comes into your soul that you'd like to share to close Monica First of all, thank you for having me. I'm honored again to be first here. And so I would like to close that each woman who sees that or hears that or whatever, go, go and show off women, other women in, in daily life, honoring, complimenting. Mm. Yeah, we need to we need to grow in that field, I guess. So let's do this. I love that. Honor, show off, encourage. Just because, you know, we don't do that as women, do we? We tend to compare. We tend yeah. to uh, pull down. And so we want to do that opposite and remind people to do that opposite. So thank you so much for being first on the show, Monica. Um, I'm about to end my day. You're about to start your day. And uh, you're in the winter. You're in cold. We're in heat. I love that we're all connected around the world. So, yes, uh, keep listening and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks.